The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. Welcome to Podcast 107. Goot Kit Loader has been talked about through Trend Micro for a while, as well as fileless delivery of malware. What has GootKit been up to lately, and why are we talking about it now? It's simple. GootKit now contains our good friend Cobalt Strike, something we've also talked about for some time if you've been around the JRN podcast for a while. Besides that, we'll have news and notes, as well as anything else by those in the Clubhouse audience. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and thanks for listening. The program was first broadcasted on the independent channel 98.6 The Mix on Wednesday, August 10th, 2022, and rebroadcasted on August 12th, 2022, on Blue Streak Radio. customer list is while I'm waiting for potential customers. Welcome to Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but... I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data, all for sale right here, right now, at the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as 
audio book files from the library, maybe some backups of some other stuff. And if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people, and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives. So I need blank ones. Well, sorry, sir, but we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir, I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box. The security box with Jerry Primer on KKNX. Well, I'm sorry that our three listeners that we had just before we pushed the buttons to start the program decided that they didn't want to stick around. Although I think today's topic could really affect us in the long run, especially when you hear about how damaging it could be. Hello, everybody. I'm Jared Reimer. 98.6 The Mix's independent channel. Of course, we'll get this over to Blue Streak for Friday's airing. And Clubhouse is here. I'm here. Yep, as am I. And... It's been a real interesting week on our list in our blog. That it has. And uh, our topic at best. Yes. Gootkit. G-O-O-T-K-I-T. It's been around for... At least ten years, if 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 I remember correctly, and it's uh, a bit of a a bit of a concern, I think. I would have to agree with you. And it's only a bit of a concern because it brings our old friend back. Oh yes. One notification. One notification. Messages. Now. Plus one. Seven, six, zero. Three law. Oh, look. 
Another We're getting number. started early. <laughs> <laughs> Another number. Wow. <laughs> Seven six zero. That's down in that area, in uh, up up north. Well, that's actually a big area. I mean, that goes all the way from past Palm Springs down toward. Now, SF card submitted. One, Slater, CF two, W Flores, two B three, one B four, Elongoria, DH five, J Davis. 3B6, Elgastrowski, RF7, TS Trump, SSA, Combines, C9, Elgin's office, Elgin's office, 3, 3.05, Wednesday, MLB, clear. It's true. Yeah, 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 it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I'm not happy that we got rid of Darren Ruff because he was actually doing something, but whatever. 94.3DX. Now, next SOS Cod Award coming soon. Your next Summer of Stuff Cod Award is coming up at 12.30. Tune in for your chance to win the Fenuel Rainland and the Night Sweats tickets. No thanks. You know, I wonder why you're on that app when you're not even when you're not even. Uh, I can answer that. There. I can answer that because that seemed like the most accessible way to listen to their radio station, which I like to do every now and then. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So I still haven't published this yet, and I was going to, but I ran out of time today. It happens. Class action lawsuit against uh oh Experian. A target's Experian. Yes. Over the. <clears throat> lack of security but then again I think all of the my opinion is this I think all of the major credit bureaus aren't for our security because they're just going to sell the data anyway because that's what they do they collect everything and based on how we behave in life yep is whether we get grants and loans and 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 various things and that's because of all of the data they collect right so our our uh, data yeah. is uh not of importance to them and of course they we really want to try and pass this uh, law about what can be done uh, with our data in fact I wish it would pass because I think companies are collecting too much as it is I mean Okay, if I were the phone company and I asked for your social security number so I can run a background check to give you a a good yep deal, okay. Mhm. Mhm. Now after 
I ran your credit check then I don't need your social security number anymore right now Stripe emailed and said you know um, we've seen higher fraud when people enter their credit card the credit card numbers using the dashboard or you know through the app yeah so on this date we're gonna raise those fees to help cover the costs you know of fraud okay fair enough you know I'm not against that but don't punish those who don't have any fraud on their accounts right so I wrote them a nice little email and said I'm not against you know the price increase because there are people who aren't technical who you know don't understand how all of this works. So I like the flexibility of you allowing me to use it the way that I see fit. And so yeah. um you know please keep this in mind that there are there are reasons for that, and I, I don't think that's going to change their mind. And I, you know, look, they they do a lot of payment processing, so I'm not trying to change their mind. But yeah, doesn't um, who is it? Don't Uber and Lyft run through them? I mean, their payments. Uh, they can't. As far I don't know the answer to that. Um. Because it's not easy to tell. Yeah, because I thought Uber actually did process, you know, your credit card payments with Stripe. But but you're entering the information through them through Uber's app, right? Not through Stripe directly. So Um, hmm. I, I think we're okay. And I've never heard of a problem with Stripe. I haven't and, either. Um, I mean, we had a problem with Uber, but that was before I signed up. And um, we re- and of course, um, the guy that ran Uber is no longer there now. I forget his name now, but he he Kalanick. left the company. Yeah. He ended up leaving the company after uh, that breach. But I don't think Stripe in itself is a problem. I just left them a nice little email saying, hey, you know, I personally have not had any fraud. That's not fair. Yeah. That you're punishing me for the fact that I and yes I've refunded my own card and I was doing some accessibility work and you're accessible um, but there are you know customers who just want you to run the card because they don't understand how to do all of this right and so I left them a nice little you know note I'm not expecting them to change their mind. They make they may consider it and say thanks for the feedback. But you know, it's like 
and I get it. It's it's a business it, it, it's a business decision that they have to make. Maybe they've seen more fraud because <clears throat> somebody forgot that they had charged something, and you know don't. And we all know we've talked about the the uh, process of, of fighting a charge. At least I think we have. Um, if we haven't, maybe we should. I don't know that we have. Perhaps, but. It's been a while. It's basically a bunch of paperwork, and um, you know, the, each side has has to supply documentation stating their case, and then you know, a decision's made. I only went through one chargeback, and I actually won because I provided a bunch of documentation weird because I and, um, hmm. when I've had credit and card I issues talk I mean, about that when that occurred on my tech podcast okay but I don't think we've talked I mean I don't think we've talked about it as a security standpoint because you're basically pleading your case hey I wasn't you know whatever and the bank saying well this is the deal and you have to prove why you shouldn't have been charged and maybe there has been some fraudulent activity with other companies and because stripe has to you know stripe's basically an intermediary yeah you know, they have to get involved and, and deal with the merchant and the customer and get all the data. And, and in some cases, the company wins. And in some cases, the customer wins. And so charging a card does incur fees. Yep. Refunding a card, you have to refund those fees plus the charge. So I get it. I'm not against it completely. I'm just saying don't charge, don't, um, you know, don't punish a cust a customer who's never had uh, 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 any chargebacks. There may have been refunds, and there are good reasons for refunds, like. I was testing the accessibility. I was doing some other testing with other things that I'll be announcing here as soon as I get them implemented. You're part of that testing, but I'm not ready to announce it yet. Awesome. All right. Remember what you were testing? That was one Oh, of I remember the, that. So I'm going to be announcing that as soon as I get some links up. So, um, the good news is that they gave us three months notice, so I'm not against that. But at the same time, you know, don't, don't go, uh, you know, um, don't go taking advantage of people who haven't caused you a problem. Yeah, you haven't done anything. No. 
But we know that uh, Equifax and TransUnion and um, what's the third one? It's blank in my mind at the moment. Uh, Experian. Experian have all had their fair share of breaches. And it is definitely unfortunate. No kidding on that one. And uh, they have to pay for their mistakes. I think. Yeah. They've never had to pay for a mistake. That's every single person in the world that has ever had a credit card or a debit card. Which is many people. And I only brought up the Stripe thing just, you know, as a, as a, you know, I'm a little small business. You know, yes, it's I'm still pretty much getting the majority of my money. Okay? I'm not against that. But if you're going to, you know, raise the price of fees because of, you know, because of fraud, but yet we have these large companies who've got big-time data breaches and pretty much say we haven't done anything there's nothing wrong here I mean OPM only said sorry about that uh, here's uh, you know a year's sir I'm still paying for whatever I'm not I mean I'm still getting for free whatever that that service I signed up for through them to let me know of any issues it was supposed to be one year complimentary Membership, and then I was supposed to pay for it, but I haven't been asked for payment. Notifications. Pickle. No. That's Chandler C. Is that's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Pickle. Clear. Screen lock. Have they ever really dealt with the problem? I haven't heard anything. Doesn't really seem like it. But but all of these you know major providers of uh, you know uh, of you know credit card hoarding can pretty much do what they want unabated. That's why they called it Equifish because they yeah. were pretty much asking for the same information they already had, and then it got and then the page aired out. I mean, you could go you people can go look that up. Krebs covered all of that.
And the problem is, is you know, small companies like Stripe. Three notifications. Heckle. Now. That's Cambosi is lit. Time sensitive. Okay, what is up That's with the second time in three messages. in two now. minutes? Aaron Fergus, Wednesday. Exactly. Messages. Heckle. Clear. That's her pattern, and I don't know what it is. Messages. I mean, is she lonely? Is she having issues? What? I don't know. I know she doesn't listen to this show, so. Three notifications. Messages. Now. Aaron Fergus. A kitty. Green lock. Yes. I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, you've got companies like Stripe who are trying to do the right thing. And try and fix the problem they're noticing. Just check something Okay, I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. But just don't punish us that don't have a record of, of fraud. Punish the companies who've been doing bad things. You know, punish those that five notifications. Five notifications. Messages. You know, have Green been lock. known to have breaches and data's been thrown out in the middle of nowhere and Yeah. I take Twitter for example. Six notifications. Messages. They don't have to pay for the fact that 5.4 million accounts got breached in January and now it's being sold for $30,000. They've already fixed the breach, but you know, now they're being told that it's being sold in the underground. And I'm talking news here. This is, and I posted another article about that yesterday, or within the last week. From CyberScoop. I mean, how come these companies don't have to pay for their mistakes, but yet? A company who does credit card charges and things of that nature can rate. I mean, I'm glad that Stripe notified me. I mean, that that was awesome. I'm not against it. But why do I have to pay for other people's mistakes? That's all. It's something to think about. Um, okay, so. What I am going to do is start implementing a list of links on the Jared Reimer network. And I'll announce more about what these links are. They will be one-time purchase links, thanks to FreshBooks, but I'll talk more about that when I implement everything. And this is part of uh, beta testing I'm doing with FreshBooks. 
and their services. I'm not going to say what the links are, but uh, you guys Detach might. Detach to show home screen options. I think you uh, will find them very valuable, and I think you'll enjoy them, and I think they will work well. And they do work well because I've done some accessibility work with them. Uh, I couldn't do uh, the bank, but uh, Nick did the bank. Mm-hmm. And um, it is accessible. So I'm not going to implement something that isn't accessible because I know how painful that is. Trust me. <clears throat> okay, Nick. Um, since we're on a news binge at the moment, I ended up reformatting one of my drives, and now my sense actually sees the drive as a USB drive again. Luckily, I don't just save things on my drive. I have everything backed up somewhere. Good. Um, and all of the stuff that I've copied to the drive... Um, you know, I saved somewhere anyway, so it was like, you know what? The computer was even saying, this drive needs to be formatted. Something must have happened where the drive just lost its ordeal, and I, I got it back up and running, although I do thank Braille Institute for giving me another drive to be able to use, and I was using that, but I was doing some recording, and all of a sudden, I couldn't read from this file, and Ooh. I had to copy it and I did the recording that I needed to do but I had to use the other drive and everything so I'm glad that's done so technology is just very interesting for me <laughs> um, while I go get the show notes talk about um, what else you've seen that you want to talk about. So there or was an if anyone... article... Okay, sorry. There was an I was going to say, if anyone else um, has anything they want to bring up, now's your chance to do that. Okay. Yeah, there was an article, actually several things, but one of them that I thought was very interesting and not necessarily in a good way about basically the cybersecurity for water utilities being delegated to essentially inspectors who just normally just inspect equipment. Yes, and we did get a comment on that on the blog about that. Because um, I did post that to the blog and I... I you just can't do Sweet that. It. No. It doesn't make, like, if they're trained and they know what they're looking for and they can do it with the eye, great. But cybersecurity's not done that way.
cybersecurity is not done that way. It's just not. Did you see what I wrote on the blog about it? I thought it was a very interesting. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I may have seen your comment. I'm not sure, though. Because I did put a blog about it. I think it was the other. I think it was yesterday yeah. or the day before. Because I, I saw a comment it, on it yesterday. Huh. By my uh, guy in New Zealand. So I know it's up on the blog. Screen dim. Um. What else? All of our phones are going crazy around here, so come join us in the party. I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I see that I thought was interesting? Um, this one, like you said, it is. The, the unqualified people is on here. It's on the first page. Right now, it'll be the fourth post because I just posted about giving up Facebook, but go ahead first. I, I saw that, but no, the other thing that I found interesting, and like I said, just too bad there's not an update on this, is that article you posted about the federal courts not exactly doing the best job handling our very personal data. Like I said, uh, the government, <laughs> um, like, okay, Stripe's a business. Right. Okay, that's why I brought them up. By the way, Stripe, if you're listening, thank you for allowing us to do business, and thank you for allowing us to, uh, um, and giving us the opportunity to do business, and uh, thank you for notifying us of any price increases. Um, it does help, and while we still get the majority of our money, um, I just want to say thank you. Um, between you and PayPal, um, you guys are, are doing a good job for small businesses who need the you know, ways of doing things but <clears throat> you know companies like OPM and the federal courts and I, by the way go look up the courts because um, that's not the first one we've talked about um, Kreds has, has done a series on, on the courts if I remember right and how bad it's gotten Certainly so, not encouraging. It's not the first one. Ugh. I don't believe so. You can look it up, and if I'm wrong, 
then you can quote unquote correct the record. How about the license plate readers for those who drive? Oh. Sean also commented on that one. Yes, that's. Uh, yeah, that could be a recipe for disaster. I agree. Because Say not only... one word to scammers, Nick. Oh, yes, I saw. Oh, I just said it. Oops. Or other financial accounts. You know, it's funny, though, because I think this wasn't as recent, but I remember that the tech guy, our friend, well, I don't know, is he our friend, really? Leo Laporte, the tech guy? Leo Laporte is our friend, yes, sir. He's been okay. around as long as I have. In fact, he's pro- he's been doing the radio show for many, many years. So, yes, uh, he's, he's, he's a good friend of ours, yes. Because this was a few years ago, but he was a little skeptical about that scam. Because I remember him saying that that doesn't seem as plausible. I mean, he didn't say it couldn't happen, but he he didn't seem to think it was. There as are big. services, and I remember one particular one where a lot of us got on, and one of the things it said was. Record a phrase, and I oh, talked yes. about this in my blog post. And every time you called in, it played back what it heard and said, Is this you? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't honestly know if this is widespread, but I think the importance of this is timely because we are using more of a, of an IVR um, hands-free. Yes, this is true. And so the IVRs, otherwise known in this industry... Um, titled Interactive Voice Response. In fact, Tell Me was the first, the first IVR. Oh, yes. <clears throat> they tried a bunch of times to revive that. Well, I think it's time is over. Um, yeah. I'm not saying... I mean, unfortunately... Um, you know, our phones can really do what the IVR was doing for at least a good 15 years. I think the last five to seven years, it, it really hasn't been necessary. They just kept it up. They kept it up as a as a promotional thing. Look, we can do this for your company, but you know, we're seeing calls drop like flies. Yep. Although some people in our community um, are wondering where it went because they util- <coughs> they utilized it to get their information, but unfortunately, 
I, I mean, I found it valuable, but the the news section and the technology. I mean, the news section was fine, but the tech section was way out of date. Oh dear! It would be talking about things probably I covered months in the past. It, remember? Oh, and <coughs> I did post an article. I don't trust the news. Where was that article? Uh, when was that? I when and where? I think it was Friday that you posted that. Oh, last Friday. yeah. This is why I don't trust the news. Or do not use the news to get my tech updates is the article title. Yep. It's still on the first page at the time of this recording. And it talks about how I was going on KNX for something specific, as I tend to do. And I spotted this article that was posted the day that I went up there talking about you guessed it, the Twitter breach. Covered several weeks ago here. So, again, uh, my I rest my case. I would, I would use the... <laughs> except the problem is is that I've covered this too many times before. So I'm going to skip it. Um, Okay, we are going to cover the Goot Kit Loader. That's on the blog. I posted that last week. We have a DuckDuckGo update. We covered DuckDuckGo, so let's... I link back to the May blog post when we talked about the fact that DuckDuckGo may have had a misstep. Remember when when um, I said, you know what, I honestly feel that this was a misstep and they'll just correct the problem? Where they uh-huh. allowed Microsoft to go through their filtering, and while it may have been an agreement, they didn't understand how bad it could get. So the, the so now the update is is that they have fixed it. And they have gotten out of that agreement, so Microsoft is going to get treated like every other um, tracker. <clears throat> and so check out that article that Commando posted, because uh, it is definitely an update to what I thought was the case. Remember that, Nick? I do remember it. We covered that in May, and I said, I think they misstepped. I don't think they, they they intended this to happen. And I think, you know, some of the security experts, like Steve, even Steve said, you know, this is probably a misstep. I don't think, you know, this guy intended this to be the case, and they're going to have to talk. And so they did talk, and they did mutually get rid of the agreement 
and they now will be treated like any other tracker <coughs> on uh, DuckDuckGo links. So, uh, wanted to make sure that people were aware of that. And before we get into today's topic, taking a break on Facebook. I personally haven't used my account very much in the last five years. Sure, I go up there. I might post in a group or two. But I haven't posted in my timeline in five years. It is easy to get off of Facebook. But I completely understand how people are tied to the thing. Oh, I got to go see what's on Facebook. Oh, I got to, you know, this is, you know, what the news is talking about. And it's all over Facebook. I'm like, ah. Why are you telling me what's on Facebook? What What's going... Just tell me what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Facebook is not credible news. Nope. We know that by experience. <clears throat> we know that anybody can say anything on Facebook. And it can go viral. And that's what Facebook wants. Yep. They want you to, they want your eyes and your ears on the app and the, and the, um, site. <clears throat> That's how they make money. Yeah, exactly. I'm on Facebook, and I even wrote in the article that was posted at 10 o'clock this morning. I, yes, I purposefully made it post that late. But, you can, in theory, get off of it. There are steps to deactivate your account if you'd like. There's steps to actually uh, disable it completely. There's a difference between you know between deactivating it for a time and disabling it completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim wrote the article herself, and it's got some good points. So if those of you who would like to go over there. It's currently at the current moment of recording the top blog post <clears throat> and will probably um, be that way. And when I get to posting later on in the <coughs> in the day, we'll start having blog posts going out tomorrow. How's that, Nick? That way it'll be front and center for at least a day. And um, sounds good to I me. Think that should be fair enough. And that way, my Thursday, which will be tied up in meetings, um, there'll be stuff posting throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. We'll make it work. What do you think? I mean, I know there are a lot of people that use Facebook and a lot of people who just, I got to get on Facebook because I got to know what's going on. You know, why don't you go call people? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, I go on there, but after about I mean, two... I, I go on there like every few months, and maybe I'll look at my um, list, you know, my news feed, and if I see something of value, maybe I'll comment it. 
but I may spend five minutes and I'm done. I, I just, I guess I don't have the inkling that a lot of people do, because I started doing the same thing on LinkedIn. I would go up there every day and, like they would want you to, and start commenting on things and and getting noticed. But then I'm like, why am I going to do that when I can, in theory? have my news sources post on LinkedIn the stuff that I'm going to be reading anyway. And they can comment over there, and if I get the time, I'll do it. I'll comment back. Um, yeah. I'll go in every once in a while, go through you know who's friended me, look at their profiles, make sure they're not spam, you know, accept them. I've denied one, but I know who they are and I don't want them on my timeline because of what they've done. I'm not going to go into it. Mm-hmm. But I do that about every few months. Maybe I just find m- m- better things to do than sitting on social media all day. Well, I usually check it daily, but I'm hardly on there for more than, I don't know, five minutes at most. Because I'll, I'll just Cause I don't like, get on every day. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, this person, whatever. Yeah, sounds cool. Fine. Good. <laughs> Bye. But every time I get on, somebody's pissed off because this person did that, that person did this, and they post all of that on Facebook. Or this person doesn't offer this service anymore, or this company is going out of business, and I'm so upset, and I'm so mad. So I I just decide that I'm not going to get... I mean, I've got an account. I'm not sorry I have it because I said in the article that if I were to delete my account... Somebody could take my picture, <coughs> create an account with my name, my picture, go find my friends, go add them, start spreading a bunch of crap. Yeah. I said, deact- I think Kim's got it wrong on deactivating your account. I think that's the wrong thing to do. Suspending it, maybe. But deactivating it, no. And there goes the clock. I don't know. There goes the clock, which means it's two minutes to the top of the hour broadcasting time. But we started at uh, roughly ten minutes after. So we're not quite at the hour mark. Um, But what are your thoughts? Do you you think if if you were addicted to Facebook, you know, what would you do? Would you deactivate? for a time would you suspend it for you know would you well i guess the term is suspend it for a time or deactivate the account um i think i mean my first inclination would be to deactivate i mean yes there there is a risk like you just said but at the same time if all I do is suspend that temptation to go into what I was doing before and spending you know, tons of hours, which caused this problem in the first place, is still going to be there. 
Okay. I can see your point. Yeah. I could definitely see your point. And again, there there is no wrong answer here, folks. We're just talking. There's no. There, I'm not going to say there's a wrong answer because it, the, the, it's up to the individual what they want to do. The network cannot tell you what uh, what you should do. Um, before I do file switching for um, ease of convenience mm-hmm. <clears throat> in case of technical problems um, what else caught your oh um I guess what else caught my attention was the Q2 Threat Trends and Intelligence Report. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a blog post on it, and I got back on Fish Labs, so um, they did put a blog post on it. Vishing, voice phishing, is up 650%. Oh, my. I said six hundred fifty percent. Wow. Nice. It didn't do it the first time. I hit... I hit enter and it didn't say a word. Huh. What else did you th- did you think of that article? I posted it and I'm interested to see if they post a follow-up blog post on it after the uh, ordeal, which will be next Tuesday. Which well, I will not- be attending. I'm not entirely surprised that one of the preferred methods, from what I could see, was phishing emails. I mean, that's that seems to be what they always have loved and probably will continue to love for years, maybe decades. Okay. And... That latest threat that they mentioned—that's um—that's pretty alarming there. Which threat is that for listeners' benefit? I don't rem- remember now. The threat I'm speaking of is the emotet. Oh, that yes. Yes. Emote it with a new face. Uh huh. 
We talked about that in great length on this podcast. Yeah, our wonderful banking Trojan has revamped. Yes. And what was the other... There was another one that I've never heard of that was mentioned in this report. There were two that I remember. There was... I think Qbot you've heard of. Like Bumblebee, I think, is the Q-Bot one Qbot we covered. Bumblebee. That's the other one. But the other one... Yes, that was the other one, was Bumblebee. They seem to be picking up Emotet and taking it to new heights. I think they're using Emotet from what I can remember. I, I want to hear what John has to say. I think the guy's name is John. Yeah. I want to hear what he has to say about all of this. But I, I think the biggest fall out of your chair moment is that vishing, otherwise known in this industry as voice fishing, is up 650%. Holy. What the... I remember reading that. I I I, almost, I, I think I remember reading it too. It's like, how's that possible? Look at all the calls we're getting. Oh yes, the Amazon people. Although those have stopped for the moment. I haven't gotten them. It, the Amazon people, the the Microsoft people. The... Oh yes. The. Oh, actually, today I got one. It was from some really shady-seeming travel thing telling me that I could get this two-night, three-day, or three-day, two-night stay in Las Vegas. Yeah. I got, I got one from a thing that it was Hilton Hotels, and I my number, my quote-unquote number qualified for... Uh, like a three-day stay or something on, and, you know, all I had, and it was free. Um, but you probably had to answer some to marketing the, questions. I was like, how can my phone number win, win is something I've never been, that I never even entered anyway? Right. And why are you calling me from a local 818 number that probably isn't valid anyway? Right. God. You've got the security box. I'm Jared Reimer, 98.6 The Mix, Blue Streak Radio, the technology blog and podcast series. Now, what else? Let's see, what did I write about that? Because I'm curious. Let's go see something. Bum, 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 bum. Come on, com- come on, computer. Oh, I think I ended up putting the security box list twice in the list of links I was looking. And, uh...
think I was talking under about. Under blog roll. Yeah. The security box discussion list and the security box. Well, I, I realized that after I did it. I thought it wasn't there, so. Gotcha. Gonna, I'll, I'll probably go in and fix that if I can okay. find it and just delete one copy of it. But I wanted to mention that I am aware of that. Okay, cool. And what about our scammer friends who decided that they were going to go one step further and supposedly who knows if that actually happened or not oh yeah jaws finally fixed that bug where i where um i would hit my context key on a link and it would stay in in uh, browse mode on in firefox because i had to turn off browse mode just to wow. go do the copy link oh. They fixed that. I meant to report it to them, but I haven't had time. Oh, wow. Good they fixed it. Emote it 47%. Yes. Qbot 43%. 2.8 and Bumblebee is a newcomer which I suggest you guys read about because it's a combination of Conti, Quantum and Mount Locker we we never we never covered Mount Locker but we covered Conti oh that we have <laughs> and it proves the point. And it proves the point, though. They never totally disband. They never totally leave the internet. They just reform in some other way. And look what they just did. Correct. Which is what has been said. They're not going anywhere. No. That's it. Those are the stats. But I remember reading somewhere that it was up. That I think I may have seen that too. Uh, now I don't. Huh. Amazon has represented majority of payload since its disruption in January 2021. Together, Emotet and Qbot dominated payload volume totaling more than 90% of payload activity. And phishing emails were the dominant delivery method. Yep. All right, I, I suggest you look at the article. It's Emotic tar Targets Payload Attack Volume in Q2 is the article. It's linked on the tech blog. Okay, I wanted to look specifically because I thought I read in that. Maybe it was in the email that dealt with that, that I got from, from 
Fish Labs in regards to this that I sent a link to the list. I think that's where I read it. I don't have that link. So we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. That's gotta be. Are you planning to go? Um, I'm not sure if I am or not. Because you had to actually register, and if you couldn't make it, they'll give you a recording of it later. They'll send you a link, and and uh, you can get a, a recording of it later. Yeah, I think I missed the window on that. No, it, no, you you still have time. Uh, you, we've got a week. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Okay. It is um, Tuesday, August 16th. Got it. Yeah. You can find a link to that through the Security Boxes archives, folks. So... Because I don't have a link. I, I don't know what I did with it. I, I, I think I purposefully didn't post it because it came from uh, Bright Talk. Right. Which is the platform being used. All right, Nicholas. Uh, it's a little over the top of the hour um, recording time. Um... Let's switch files, and when we come back, what is going on with our uh, friend here? What is a goo kit loader, and what does it have to do with our good friend, although I didn't write it that way, but what does it have to do with Cobalt? Strike. Uh-huh. And what about the... Uh, before I do switch files, though, um, what do you think about the podcast title? Hey, I like that. Which was The Security Box Podcast 107. Fileless Malware. What is it? What can, what can get... On the uh, what is oh, wait fileless malware? What is it? How can it get on the computer? And what is this goot kit loader have to do with it? Question mark. Yeah, I think that's a great way to do it. I like it. Let's do some promotional material for the podcast. You're going to hear how you can join us each and every week and information on how to subscribe to the security box. And when we return from that, we're going to talk about GootKit and our lovely friend, Cobalt Strike. You've got the security box, 98.6 The Mix, and Blue Streak Radio. Would you like to join us on the security box email list? Several of us will post articles 
Several may comment on the articles, and you're welcome to join us to talk about what interests you. Post articles, join the discussion, and maybe learn something that you might not have learned before. The subscription process is fairly easy. Just send a blank email to the security box dash subscribe at 986thenix.com or find a link to the security box at 986thenix.com under the list for social media. This service is part of 986thenix's email list. Come join us today. you like to be a part of the live taping on Wednesdays you're welcome to do so the taping is on clubhouse for a link to my clubhouse where you can follow me please go to jaredreimer.net that's j-a-r-e-d r-i-m-e-r dot n-e-t and under social media you will find a link to my clubhouse profile please feel free to follow me there and you will be notified of the room's creation all times will be given in your local time and the rooms are on replay remember you can be that voice that can help out in this industry and we would love to have you learn share and or even listen if you'd like clubhouse is not associated with the jared reimer network it is a third party application for more information please go to clubhouse.com customer list is while I'm waiting for potential customers. Yes, the guy is going to go look for his customer list again. I think he's so into getting these USB drives sold. I actually forgot to delete that file, so it was my technical error that that started to play a second time. Sorry about that, folks. But I love that skit so much. (laughs) So, uh, while the guy goes and finds his customer list, I wonder why he's still looking for his customer list and whether he actually got any sales. Okay. So the title of this segment (coughs) is 
What is the Goop Kit Loader? And what does it have to do with Cobalt Strike? Article title. Goop Kit <laughs> Loaders Updated Tactics and Fileless Delivery of Cobalt Strike. Publication Trend Micro. The reason, the reason why I like Trend Micro, uh, and I'm I'm pausing here because uh, Trend Micro is one of these companies that have been around a, a good long time, and they do a lot of research, and this is good for this industry. And for those who listen to this on the Clubhouse replay, this link is available and has been available all show long. It was better for me to do that than to try and switch links while we were talking about various things on the blog. And uh, there are some quotes within here, but I think, um, you know, the next... uh, seven or eight pages are going to be mainly um, I mean there are some quotes but there there are there are probably some good points here too and so uh, let's go ahead and get started with this How many people have heard of Cobalt Strike? I know they uh, probably aren't that many. That might have. It's going to be fine. If you don't. I write probably not many. But if memory serves me, I write correctly. This malware has been around for quite a number of years anyway. In the subheading of the article title, it says, GoopKit has been known to use fileless techniques to drop cobalt strike and other malicious payloads. Insights from a recent attack reveal updates in its tactics. So, Trend Micro has the Vision One network, and they collect a lot of 
telemetry about what these things are doing. And the majority of this article is going to talk about a case where someone downloaded this malware, got infected, and what it did. just so that people understand what's happening here. Trend Micro did a report on this and they link to that prior report and I, I must have wrote link twice here. Oops. Probably because I was distracted and didn't realize I wrote it, but that's okay. There's going to be a few mistakes in here. The opening sentence of the first paragraph states, Goopkit has been known to use fileless techniques to deliver noteworthy threats, such as the SunCrypt and are evil, otherwise I pronounce it revil, in parentheses, Subdino Kibi ransomware, Kronos Trojans, and Cobalt Strike. <coughs> so there are there are a number of these that we've talked about. We talked about the R-Evil Sadina Kibi gang. And what they were doing to get ransomware. Suncrypt might have been mentioned, but I don't remember a whole lot about it. You can find podcasts and things about it. And I believe our evil and Sodino Kibi are the same. I don't I don't remember much about Suncrypt either. Uh do we know about the Tronos Chronos Trojan? Because I don't. I don't know that I know about that one. But I do know about Cobalt Strike. Holy crap. In 2020, they published a report, and now they're back, says Trend Micro's article, to take us through what has changed since the first or even second one. In this article, Trend Micro links to a term called access 
as a service. This makes it impossible for bigger threats, says the article, to enter the system and it is the only thing running on that system if an actor wants it to be. So they can pretty much kick everybody out and say, I'm here. Fuck you all. This is my box. Isn't that something? Really is. Wow. As discussed for figure one, just doing a simple search could have given someone an infection just by searching, although it's not exactly the case that just searching will bring up well, searching may bring up the poison result, which we'll talk about here as, the, as it goes on. But yep. searching but alone so, isn't going to yeah. infect you. So if if that's what this implies, then I want to make it clear that just searching alone isn't going to get you in trouble. Yeah, I think that needs to be clarified, yes. In the case given... They were dealing with legal things, dealing with disclosures and real estate. Even though the person never visited the page, although that turned out to be the case. And I just realized I misspelled actor in this sentence. Used what is known as search engine poisoning better known as SEO poisoning in this field. It's something that is talked about quite a bit in blog posts where threat actors are concerned, as this is how we, the user, can be tricked into clicking or pressing enter on that link. I write... I'm not sure if just having the page load could get us infected or whether our cursor has to be on the link. But one thing I always state is that you should look at the URL to see where it goes. Now, cuffs. Press home to unlock button. And even I do that. So I got another one of these um, emails. I think it was uh, who's who something rather. And now they're using domains called SDB or something. I, I forget the domain. I, I saw another interesting looking email that I, I looked at the URL and I think these are redirectors to some.com but Look at where these links go. You know, shift F10 or right click on the link, copy the link. There's a, there's a, uh, you know, depending on the browser, it'll say copy link or 
uh, you know, something to that effect, and paste that link into like a Notepad document. You start, run, you know, Windows R, type Notepad, maximize the thing, and paste that into a blank file, and just read the link, and like, and see if that makes sense to you. Because if it doesn't, then you shouldn't go over there. Now I went to whatever this link is. It was like .s or .db or .sdb or something. I forget what it was, but I decided to look at this domain I was getting and just go to the main page. Okay, what is this URL? You have to have a home page, right? Wrong. It gave me an AT&T search page. Okay. Which tells me that they are buying these domains to redirect them to their .com. Although the email address came from the same domain this morning. Oh, did it now? It did. Should have sent you... I should have put that email in your box, but it probably wouldn't have made sense as a text file, but... Because it would have stripped out all of the crap in it and it probably would have well it probably would have been better because you would have seen where it was going anyway right what is this this is not a legit site what is this and you could even copy the main portion of the domain because the rest of it's all garbage you know mm-hmm. slash axy24518961428 X Z two four X Y J whatever they want to do. Right. Yeah. And now they're sending email from these domains. What was it? Now not now I'm curious. Was it like S? Come here, computer. I'm getting these emails, text to speech in three clicks, and I know that, and I know they want you to pay for software, and I mean the voices sound like the ones we're used to, but mm-hmm. apparently you can buy this software to do you know good text to speech stuff. Oh, wow. It's turned to text to speech dot uh, CF D. What domain is that? How the f- I don't know. But it doesn't exist because I went to that URL. And I got a search page. 
but the link in the text in in the in the email is this long and lengthy link with the same URL. What in the world? Uh huh. Okay, so Google has a link underneath the link itself and before the details that prompted the search. So if you if you use Google enough, you'll see a link that you can click on and press enter. Then it says details button, and then it'll give you the URL where it's coming from, and then it'll give you a snippet that prompted that search. Look at that URL, determine if it looks right. And remember that as we get along in this, you'll find that you can't really, I mean, there's no real way to protect yourself because this thing can be done in such a way where they can compromise your legitimate website like jaredreimer.net. Which is why if you suspect anything, Please send a bug report. What is going on with your website? It just did this, and I got this file. I will tell you what files are on our page. If you don't see it linked, then we've got a problem, because I can't legally do that. And if my page is ever compromised, I need to know. So far, the HTML pages I use have never been compromised. Now, jaredreimer.net did somehow get compromised because there was content uploaded that I didn't even put there because I was asleep when it was probably done. And I have a hunch I know how it got there. That was some time ago, but I haven't had a problem in a while. I wonder what kind of content it was. Fish Labs emailed um, and told me that it was it was uh, uh, fishing uh, 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 fishing content. Uh, somebody uploaded a directory. And I actually clicked on the link to just see where it was going, and I got a page cannot be displayed. And I told them, uh, I'm on the way. You know, I actually called them because they asked for a phone call and an email, and they said that the provider had already taken it down. Because I got on the provider about that. I said, if you get a report and you know that I'm sleeping, just take care of it. If you wait for me to do it, it could be hours. That's not okay. So help me out a little. Me right. and my provider had a long talk about that. Many, this was years ago. But it can it can happen to anybody. The article states that it goes... What did I, I put, oh, it does not, 
load on page load and you'd have to click but SEO poisoning and tricking users has been around for a long time I write I need to learn how to read my own writing Nick (laughs) (laughs) I'm like what am I writing here and then I'm like well the problem is, is I'm on an 18 cell display so I'm having to do double taps to get through the whole sentence so um, that's part of my problem. Hopefully that'll be fixed next week, although the delivery date says the 15th, so maybe one more week, I, but uh, I'll be getting my 40 back soon. I've recently talked about what happened to me recently. I don't know about other search engines Please report your results back to us. We can pass it along. So if you use DuckDuckGo, <coughs> which we've talked about <coughs> today, if you use Bing, um, you know, Mozilla Search, whatever other search engines Firefox uses or ha- has access to, if you use anything and you want to report your findings, you may do that. Email an iMessage tech, that's T-E-C-H at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G, text or WhatsApp 804-442-6975. If you have my stuff for the mix, you can utilize that too. That's J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com for email and iMessage and the same text and WhatsApp. Whichever you prefer is fine by me. The window, the Windows PowerShell, which is really how how this gets integrated, mm-hmm. is quite powerful. I write, even I don't know all of its capabilities but I am aware it exists and have seen articles talking about how it works Uh, you can actually get to it I believe through the what is known in Windows 10 as Windows X Mm. and it brings up a menu where you get a bunch of options. I'll go through them here quickly. Yeah. Apps and features, power options, event viewer system the device manager network connections disk management computer management windows powershell windows powershell admin the task manager and settings you've got file explorer search 
run, shut down, or sign out. And desktop. A very interesting menu to say the least. Please look at the options carefully. If you go into PowerShell, please be careful. I can't help you. I don't know how it works. But you can peruse and see what it is and and sort of get an idea of what it can do. If you don't understand it, I suggest you don't go in it. Yeah, kind of like I've never been there. Kind of like there's that, and there's another one that, unless you really know what you're doing, registry is another space you want to steer clear of for sure. Oh, this thing adds a whole bunch of crap to the registry, too. Oh, yes, it does. And it hides itself there. Like, it doesn't use actual keys. It's sort of what is known in this industry called obfuscation, which is basically a SSL rudimentary thing. It's a... At least that's the way I understand it. It's like SSL for the registry. Right. <laughs> or SSL for... For... Uh, 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 SSL for uh, hiding things in Windows. <laughs> Maybe that's the better yeah. way to describe this. I think it I'm is. I'm trying to figure out how to describe this because it's it's like I don't really understand obfuscation. I've seen it in all these articles, and I don't honestly. I it sounds to me like like SSL for hiding shit. Oh. Although it's not truly, it's not true SSL. It's more of an encryption decryption thing. And only it knows how to do it because it's no, it knows how it's encrypted. here okay under the figure which is uh, visually in the article the paragraph states upon opening <clears throat> the website we found that it presented itself as an online forum directly answering the victim's query yes this forum <coughs> housed a zip archive that contains the malicious.js file. <clears throat> Boy, I'm having a bit of a problem at the moment. Ew. When the user downloaded and opened this file, it spawned an obfuscated script. Uh-oh. Again, this is why I wanted to talk about obfuscation. I, I think it's like SSL for Windows, right? So, Sounds like it, yeah. Sounds like it's SSL for Windows, which it knows how to run, <coughs> and, it, and it's powerful. 
which through registry stuffing ah uh, yes in, installed a chunk of encrypted of encrypted codes in the registry and added scheduled tasks for persistence Yeah, this thing is uh, something else. Yeah. Uh, the encrypted code in the registry was then reflectively loaded through PowerShell to reconstruct a binary that runs directly in the memory filelessly. So again, it puts all of this crap in the registry. Then it decrypts itself and puts that crap in memory. So all you have to do to fix this is reboot because your memory is cleared on reboot. Unless, unless you've got other problems, which you might, <laughs> which is possible. I mean, with but... the, with this thing, which it sounds like you might. It's. Well, what did you think when you read this thing? Were you like, "Holy shit"? Yeah, it kind of was. Like, it executes all this shit, and of course, you don't know what's happening. Nope. There's no dialogues, no interaction, no nothing. You just run the thing. It's not like your notepad, your clubhouse, your Firefox, your Chrome, your Skype, your studio. Or any game that you might play on, on the computer. It's not like any of this. All of these are files. <clears throat> the above behavior is still observed except for two notable changes. Nick, <laughs> do you, do you, uh, Uh-oh. I was actually wanting to wait for that to pass by. I actually <laughs> heard that for the last minute already. Okay. So, um, so do you remember what those changes are? I don't off the top of my head. Well, that's good because they're written here. The search term now leverages legal document templates instead of freeware installers. And 
encrypted registries now use custom text replacement algorithm instead of base 64 encoding one notification F1 notification MLB now Giants at pop green lock yes baseball was scheduled to start early this morning yes <laughs> um so now that you know what these are Nick I don't know I mean I don't know what all this encoding stuff is I'm not you know I'm not versed in it But these changes aren't necessarily a good thing. But I, I would have to disagree. In fact, I think these make it even worse because, you know, freeware is something that, you know, maybe you could avoid or whatever. That'd be really easy to avoid. But I mean, a lot of people, obviously, if they have a legal question and they want some document to fill out. They want a template for doing that. What are they going to do? Of course, search online. And naturally, they'll find one of these infected sites, these compromised sites, and they are screwed. Which is why, which is, yeah. But I'm talking about, like, how these things are encoded, right? I mean, Base 64 versus whatever this custom thing is. Some other algorithm uh, for encrypting the thing. Yeah, I I don't understand that either. I don't understand that either. But (laughs) But it doesn't sound good. No. Whatever it is, it doesn't sound good. No, it probably makes that all the more difficult to get it decrypted. (laughs) Yes. What this Goot Kit does, and by the way, this is G-O-O-T Goot kit does is infect legitimate domains passing the reputation test and infecting the user that way just visiting the website itself may be okay as it appears harmless says the article the .js file system is used for programming in Java, but JavaScript itself is completely different than .js files. Those are those are Java specific files, and we know that we uh, the the blind and Java, <laughs> not conf- not to be confused with JavaScript. But the blind in Java, it's in its own nature, has been an accessibility nightmare for yes. as long as I can remember. 
and I believe that the two file extensions, one is .js, and I think JavaScript. Um, you just you just paste into your already working template, which is what I've done for. Uh, you know the hello script that you see at the beginning, or you know the the good morning, good afternoon, good evening script that we use on. Oh the yeah, mix. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's JavaScript. So you paste that directly into your <clears throat> into your file, whether it's HTML, PHP, CSS. So .js files are specifically programmed. Sounds confusing. Yes. Notifications. Messages. Now, Aaron Ferguson. Green lock. Two notifications. Messages. Your cat must love you today. <laughs> yeah, it's been talking a lot. <laughs> now, now, before I read, does he have to say anything about this? Uh, I, I, and this is why I wanted to talk about this, because it is confusing. It, this isn't, you know... A piece of cake to, to explain. This is this is. It wouldn't surprise me if I broke uh, this up into a third file just for simplicity's sake. Because we're not even done yet. No, true I'm, enough. I'm on page four of the topic itself. And some explanations got to be given, and I didn't write up the explanation because I sort of figured I'd figure it out as we read. Under file image three, Trend Micro writes This tactic is nothing new for GoodKit. Coupled with SEO poisoning, GoopKit operators can herd victims into a compromised website and bait them into downloading a file they are looking for. For this incident, we were able to stop GoopKit loader in its tracks before it dropped its payload. However, the user had already visited the website, downloaded the malicious zip file, and opened it. So Trend Micro, I I love this company because they do things that I don't think a lot of other companies do. I mean, they've got Ways where if some portion of the website is is compromised, and I've seen this myself when I used to use the product, it'll let you visit 
the portion of the page that is fine, but if there's like malicious content, it should, in theory, block it. Now, it won't block it because it's a link to download it, but if there's actual JavaScript and it could infect you, they block that and it tells you that on the screen that this content has been blocked because it's 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 a problem and there's no way to unblock it it's sort of hard for them to do that with links so uh, that's where due diligence which we've talked about on this program a lot through the years that we have Yes, my clock is telling us that it's two minutes to the top of the hour, but it's not the top of the hour broadcasting time for taping purposes yet. Nope. So we shall move along. The unusual PowerShell script that resulted from these actions alerted us, they write, to possible malicious activity. In this investigation, we tried to piece together what would have happened if the PowerShell script had not been flagged and had been allowed to run. So they flagged this. They thought, what is this? This seems a little suspicious to us. Yeah. This is this is why I love this company because even if you make a mistake, it was unknown and and they're looking at it and they're seeing things that a normal computer wouldn't necessarily do and it says yes. <laughs> And then you can send that to the reputation team and then uh, they can get in there and go, what the hell just happened here? Right. So that's why I love this company. Because if I were to make a mistake... they could, in theory, help me out. Yeah. And say, <coughs> nope. This is not going to run on our watch. <coughs> so, The URL, which was changed, looks very suspicious. And they change their URLs when they write this up. So that even if you got curious and copied it, you would not get infected. I'm not going to tell you the scheme they used. If you've read Trend Micro long enough, you'll know it. <clears throat> but uh, they definitely p- 
protect you and they they use brackets and braces and things where appropriate to you know make it so it can't be gotten to yes besides it's saying domain.co.e Alright, so besides it saying domain.co.uk to prevent someone from going there, and besides the forum.php, which could be a file name within the site itself, Uh, this one has a question mark after the .php and a whole bunch of characters that most URL schemes may not have. Aha! Uh-huh. And why did this thing spell out the word itself when there's a contraction for it? Hmm. Where did it go? Yeah, there it is. Isn't it? Oh, that's why. I know why. I misspelled it. Oops. Uh-oh. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Okay. <clears throat> Some may and have a shortener to take you, oops, I misspelled that. I'm, I'm finding spelling mistakes here. Wow. Take you to the longer URL, but if it is someone you trust, it doesn't necessarily, uh, it, it won't necessarily be a problem. So, for example, if you go to metro.net slash PSAC, spelled P S A C. Mm hmm. It may lead to a longer link on Metro's website. Okay, makes sense. Okay, this is why I want to actually talk about this besides... I mean, I could have wrote all this up. But then it would be boring, wouldn't it? If I I had decided to just write the entire discussion up. It would. Then there wouldn't. Then you, there, everybody would just shut up, and I would just read the thing. I might as well just do the podcast on my own if that was the case. <clears throat> but I don't want to do that. If you are searching for it and you find a problem, this is why antivirus is so crucial. I write. But the JRN can't recommend anything as the only one we could use has proven to be a problem and the one I use isn't truly an antivirus program. It's a malware program. By the way, my renewal is coming up. They actually sent me an email over at Malwarebytes and told me that I'm due. So I will happily pay them because it has assisted me and it has uh, prevented a 
problem. Actually, it did fix some issues with this computer because I did have things that it caught and uh, resolved. So I'm, I'm happy to pay for them. And you can run it and an antivirus program separately because they both do separate things. You don't have that problem like we did in the in the early days where you could only run one program at any given time. It seems like they've resolved that um, some time back. I just don't remember when. Uh, there are other figures where I'm skipping details as it would not be useful to the user. There were a lot of things I skipped. A lot of the you know, formal details on how a lot of this ran and, and, and yeah. I, I skipped a lot of them. There were like figures like what was it, five through twelve that I skipped. Yeah, there were many. Six there Yeah. But I did that because I was looking at it going, hmm, do I and it was it was hard to cover. And it wouldn't make sense because it actually talks about what it did, where it put shit. And it put shit in a bunch of places. Yeah, it did. Stuffing the registry, <laughs> I mean, going into the PowerShell. I mean, it, it went to a lot of places. <laughs> but this is what Trend Micro does. I love them for it because if you're really into the details, you really ought to uh, read this. We're almost done with this. I see where we are. I can uh, The Braille Sense allows me to see where we are in the file on the percentage rate, so mm-hmm. maybe we'll just keep it as one file. It's okay. Yeah. And I think and we're not even close to the top of the hour where the broadcasting mark would be, so I think we'll be fine. Okay, cool. Using Trend Micro's Vision One, again, I talked about this at the beginning. This is their, you know, reputation network. So using their Vision One <coughs> uh, service, they were able to run analysis on what they saw, and they were able to see it pointed to some educational domains and several places within Windows to do very specific things. There are three different education domains that were listed in the article and I didn't bother listing them because I don't want people going over there and getting infected. Mm -hmm. Although there were very specific URLs I think. The article has these details if you wish to go through that portion, but the JRN has decided that we wouldn't because it can be quite complex and several figures don't have associated text. So what they did is they they put the figures, they put the text, but there's no other text describing what's going on. Fair enough. So again, there's a lot of... This is what their research does. I, I really enjoy it. If you're 
as technical as we are. <laughs> we love this stuff. Yeah. After all of the above, we skipped, I write. So uh, after all of the above, we skipped happens. It leads to the Cobalt Strike download. So there's a lot of shit that it does before it goes and gets whatever payload it wants, whether it's Cobalt or let's say emotes or are evil or whatever that whatever the actors intend you to get and they each installation can go get something different it does it doesn't necessarily have to be all the same that's what makes this so scary You don't know what's really going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you have some idea of what might, but yeah, it's true. The... The... Yes, I know I've got group updates, and the message I got is probably from PayPal on Messenger, because that's how I get doubly notified that things went correctly through PayPal. I set that up through Messenger a long time ago. I figured if something were to happen and I needed double verification, I couldn't go find it in PayPal. I could find it in Messenger. Get the details out of that. So that's my new message. Nothing of importance. But they do that to me every day now, too. The paragraph above figure 13 says the cobalt strike binary reflectively loaded directly to the memory has been seen connecting to the IP address 89 in brackets dot 238 in brackets dot 185 in brackets dot 13 using internal and external threat intelligence the team validated that the IP address is a cobalt strike CNC Oh, I can take so care and, of it. So C and C stands for Command and Control Server, just that's, for people to remind you of what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So do you understand why they put the brackets in the IP even? Probably my suspicion would be To avoid, you know, anybody curious trying to look at it and clicking, yes, it, it could it could possibly get uh, linked, and so for them to avoid a possible link, 
and a, and people getting infected. Yep. They put the brackets and the braces and the things around them to prevent people from going. Yep. Over there. Because nobody's gonna nobody's gonna uh, <clears throat> remember an IP. They're gonna want to copy and paste that. Ooh, where does this go? No, I'm not uh, answering that phone call at the moment. Okay. I think I know who it is because uh, somebody left me a message. Yeah. And um, I told them that they're just going to have to wait. Um, and this is a live wire thing, so... That's all I will say 13, 13. about it. So I think it's my buddy wanting to tell me what's going on. And so I'll call him back in a little bit. All right. After the program's over. Cobalt Strike. So the Cobalt Strike tool... Used for post-experimentation activities uses the beacon component as the main payload that allows the execution of PowerShell scripts, logging keystrokes, taking screenshots, uh, taking screenshots, uh, downloading files and spawning other payloads. Great. Recommendations include using 24/7 monitoring services like Trend Micro's Vision One, which could monitor and prevent the attack from uh, from spreading. Gootkit can be used elsewhere, and as the case highlights, it's still in development. There's nothing out there stopping them right now, but we can be aware of it being out there and being careful on where we go. I write, it's hard to tell these things. So just be aware and make sure you have tools to assist. And that's it. I I just need to read the beginning portion. And um, that will be on the podcast for uh, itself. But that completes the notes. That's why I said I think we'll be fine. I think we will. Because it's a little over the hour mark for our file switch, but I'll just leave things alone. Nick, uh, good thing, bad thing, awful. Um, uh, what the hell's going on and what's next? Uh, I would talk put, to me. I would put this somewhere in the category of awful and what the hell's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> Awful because unlike a lot of these phishing emails that are 
you know, if you know what you need to look for, if you know what to look for, and you don't rush and just click things, this seems a lot easier to get on your system. Because you are searching for it. Yep. You know, you're looking for, you know, like, uh, give me an agreement for a real estate contract. Mm-hmm. And this thing can deliver. Oh, it does more than that. <laughs> that actually used to be a place where you could get that answer. And by viewing it, you could, in theory, still get that answer. <clears throat> but somewhere on that page is a downloadable zip file of a, of a piece of Java. Which uh, can be a problem. Yes. So... Yes. Uh, this must be talked about. It has to be talked about. Yes. I don't care if there's two of us in a live taping room and nobody on the server. It must be talked about. I could have done this alone for all I cared, but the problem is is that the, the box is, is more of an interactive show, and I wanted it to be that way. I don't want to just be by myself. I mean, I've done several shows myself, and that's okay. Yeah, but I see what you mean. That isn't quite as fun. So... Oh, Metro's found some something wrong, or somebody alerted Metro to some problems because now they got to do urgent track work. Uh oh, wonder Uh-oh. what's going on. <laughs> They're not letting trains go through. I'm wondering if something was found or there was an accident again. Usually they've done that after some accident on the freeway with like. The last time they did that, there was a truck that got on fire, and they Ooh. part of that fire went under the track and and um, damn, you know, guardrail over there, and they had to do some work, and so there was some big there was some big problems. I yeah, remember that. Yeah, that, so. that would cause big problems. I don't know what's going on. I'll find out later. Maybe I'll go up on the blog and see if Steve or somebody posted about it. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm not in disagreement with you, Nick. I think this is awful. Um, just doing a simple internet search can, can bring you a problem now. Yeah, and... What, what makes this worse is that it's still, as you just read a few minutes ago, it's still in development. So that means it could be even more sophisticated and even more dangerous in, I would, I would say six months, but probably even less. I mean, 
they move way more quickly than that. Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Okay. I don't have any email comments and I don't have anybody else on Clubhouse. Um, Nick, is there anything that you would like to talk about before I close the room and then I will put some music in and call it a show? Um, just more of a little aside. And I mean, this was a creepy story and I think maybe we covered it. Like I said about the, uh, the scammers who supposedly actually called an Uber for this grandmother or this lady. We did not talk about this, um, but yes, um, go, go ahead, please. So this started out as one of those scam calls. Actually, no. Yeah, there was an email. Correction. Yeah, it was an email because this one person, and as the article, I think this was Krebs on security, if I'm not mistaken. But as the article pointed out, that timing was horrible because this lady had actually just had a dishwasher installed. So, of course, she's thinking, oh, right. Well, then what I need to do is pay for this. All right, that's that's why this email, you know, it's totally real. So she calls the number that was given. Scammer gets access to her bank account. Instead of the amount that was supposedly needed to pay for this, he let's just say accidentally quote unquote transfers an amount many times over what it was that she supposedly owed. And at that point, her job was to go to the bank and most likely wire that money to him. And this is where, unfortunately she made a little mistake. I mean, yes, it's good to tell the truth, but sometimes the scammers, maybe not so much. She said that she didn't drive. Scammer's response, oh, that's okay. We'll call an Uber. Now, thankfully, she didn't actually go and do what the scammer instructed her to do. And I'm not even sure if that Uber even showed up, but just, I think again, I mean, we really didn't need any more bad news, but uh, it's just more proof that those scammers, 
will stop at nothing to get your money and your info. Yeah. I don't even know if the Uber ever showed up. It didn't it didn't seem like the Uber showed up. Yeah, I mean maybe they could have just been saying that. One notification. Messenger. Now, Jorgen Hansen. Press home to unlock. Screen lock. Ooh, Jorgen Hansen. I know who he is. You do? I do. Wow. He broadcasts on ACB radio. Actually he broadcasts on the Global Voice, sorry. Uh-huh. He used to he used to broadcast on ACB radio. Then one of the things that I also saw in that article it was kind of mentioned at the very, very end. <clears throat> it seems like Uber is kind of getting a bad reputation now for being sort of indirectly behind some of this crap that's out there. Because there was a thing I saw about how I think in Tampa it was there was an investigation about how Ubers were basically used to collect huge bundles of cash from victims. I think I saw that, but that's news to me because and I and I thought about that then when I saw that because I was like, you know, their job is to pick up people, not pick up cash. Right, but except the thing is they probably don't necessarily know that going in. That's how they're probably able to get away with it. Yeah. The people are ordering it and they say, here, take this to this place and they drop the bag off and, and don't get in the car. Right. And they pay for that to be delivered there. Mm-hmm. See, if I were doing that, I would be getting in the car with my shit, okay? Yeah, you should. That would make it seem a little more legit. We did get a comment, and I'll read it more thoroughly, on the Kim Commando uh, article talking about um, getting off of Facebook. Oh, go for and, it. And they And they do have some good points. Um, that are raised. I was looking at that while you were talking, but yes, uh, that story was something else. Yeah, we'll uh, pay for an Uber to take you to the bank and get that money order for us. But then they'd have to know where you live, and I don't. Uh, from what I could tell of that article, I don't think it got they, so far as to well actually, get an address to send them. Actually, given what we know about how much thank you all you people who keep data that you shouldn't and make things public, that could have been done. I could easily see that. I, all the scammer Me would have too, to do. Now that you mention it. Yeah, all the scammer would have to do, you know, because they probably did a, who knows, just a combing through social media, found this person, found the name, you know, just did a 
public records or just some basic search like that and got their phone number and probably got their address. Yep. Well, and because they're making a whole bunch of money, you know how they how they tell us, oh, pay the four ninety five and you can see a lot more. Yep. They probably pay that. I'm not gonna pay that. I'm not gonna. That's a bunch of money that I don't want to pay. Right. Yeah. Yep. That was an interesting story. I don't I, know where it went. I did I post that to the blog? I don't know. I think you can't find it at the moment. Did. Wouldn't surprise me if I did and I don't know what I called the stupid article. What did you call it? I don't remember the name of it either. It's all good. Okay. What else are we missing? Um again, those of you are those of you who are sighted Beware more car recalls. Yes, we had plenty of those. And I do mean plenty of those. Plenty. I think every major car manufacturer has probably done some recall this year. That's what it's starting to feel like. Oh, and oh yes, I forgot. After I we talked about the first 133 um, apps. Oh, that's right. There was another 17. Oh my gosh. Wait, I think it was about a hundred, almost 150 apps. I think it was another 13, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's what it... Yeah. And that was right after we published that stupid podcast, too. Right. I mean, okay, I don't mean to say that the podcasts are stupid. That's not what I meant. No, I get what you mean. That is not what I meant when I said the podcast is stupid. I want to make that clear for the audience. I'm trying to think what else uh, before I push some buttons. Let me go up and look real quick. My page seems to be loading a lot slower nowadays. Hmm. 
Two notifications. MLB. Now, Giants and Padres. J. D. Davis hits a solo HR in the top of the second. Oh, nice. The Giants now led the Padres. 1-0. Attachment. Wednesday. ML. Clear. Messenger. Seven what minutes ago. Press home recalled? to unlock. Okay. Screen lock. Oh, hackers want Google accounts. Oh, that's definitely an alarming one. 13 more bad cleaning apps for Android. Yep. Getting lots of spam texts. Here's the story behind that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the last of them because the one article that I asked you about before we left was three phone schemes. Uh, Nick's seen one of these. Which one do you think it is? Oh, yes. And technically it could have and been And we did talk two. about that last week. But yeah, we did. So now, you're, now you all are completely caught up. Does, does anything out of those catch your eye? Oh, probably the... Uh... The hackers want your Google accounts. Just given the volume of people who use it. And some of them have multiple. Right. So check out the cars, check out the license plate stuff if you're sighted, because uh, those are definitely going to be more up your alley than ours, although I did find it interesting that uh, I thought I saw something this morning about more car stuff dealing with your brakes. Oh, that's lovely. So if I spot it, thanks, Kim, <laughs> um, I will be posting that too. Okay. I think I did see it this morning, but I was trying to get um you know, the big thing, like the Facebook thing published, because that's more <clears throat> of a value to everybody it is. than the cars. I'm not saying the cars are bad, but I only had a couple of hours, and I still... And I wanted to revitalize that drive. I, I started working on that drive and got it back up and functioning. And so then I started doing some other stuff, and then uh, it was around program time, so yeah, I didn't get to everything. Hey, that's all right. Next week, where are our good friends in the proxy servers? Oh, yes. I will be writing those up. I will be having company Monday, so I'll try and get that written up before then. Um, but uh, where did those those uh, services go, and what is going on 
in this industry. Yeah. We will be covering two different articles at the best we can. <clears throat> Probably I'll take some of each and we'll turn it into something. Yep. Both, so. I believe, are Krebs on Security articles. I think they are. So that will be next week. Okay, sounds good to me. Any last thoughts before I close the room? Uh, Nope, I think we have covered it. And I see I didn't have to fall out of my chair. Nope, nope. And for those listening on the replay, hello. Uh, send me messages and let me know what you think. I'm not going to bite, although I'm not just going to say hi back. So make it worth my time. No, and because crypto's having a nice little rally again, you're probably going to get more of those. I have seen a few of those. Uh, let's see, who was it? forget where it was now. Somebody had followed me that I spotted a name I... Oh, I did... Oh, not since the last time. Hannah Smith and Mary Abraham. (laughs) I haven't been here in some time. see a name that I don't even know. Alright, I'm going to have to do this later. I don't really have that kind of time at the moment. Ah. Okay. This is going to get rather interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure the blog will be popping because I'll start looking at some of these other backdated things and seeing if it's worth covering. And uh, we'll just push forward. All right, works for me. Nick, it's always a pleasure. I enjoy working with you. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, likewise, this has been great. This has been fun. And uh, I'm going to look and see before we go. Um, Oh, Hannah, I guess, sent me a message. Probably says, hi. <laughs> how, how are you doing? 
already know your crypto. I believe that was the one crypto. Um, let's just look real quick because I always find this amusing. Yes. <laughs> no followers. Of course. 56 following. All right. Joined August 4th. Gee, nice. Nominated by nobody. Nice and recent. And the clubs, F, C, U, K, and Fly. Okay. (laughs) Pillow Talk, Dating, Sex, and Relationships. What? And that's it. Okay. And there's no profile. No interests. No nothing. Yeah. Alrighty then. Why can't they just say fucking fly? I mean, I, I think that's what they meant. I think that is what they meant. Yeah. All righty. With that. <laughs> yeah. What a great way to end. I think it's time to start pushing some buttons. I think so. <laughs> I just had to look. I was like, let me just make sure I'm not missing anything you know, any messages. And so I found the one in the back channel that we talked about last week. So that's why in in the um, request section. So that's why I was like, okay, let me go look and see if there's anything of value. Yeah, and good. But it doesn't look like there is. So I think I will end the room. And should I play our usual tracks? I think we should. Our chicken? Yes. How's that going for you? Oh, that's good. I I like that. <laughs> <laughs> our chicken and our duck. I mean, our uh, bite. Another one bites the dust. You're right. <laughs> Okay, I'll get some music in and I will see everybody next week. All right, see you guys then. And... It'll be time for me... To go look at my messages. Here is Optimal Tunes.
might sound about right. From the 2011 album, Samnam Shake It, here's Rat Race. And we're going to play the other two tracks and call it a program. Goodbye, everybody.
one gone, and another one gone, another one bites the dust. Hey, hey, gonna get you too. Another one bites the dust. Another one bust the dust. Hey, hey. Another one bust the dust. Hey.